Welcome to the Hope Hotline. It is Friday. Thank you, Jesus. God is good because I'm ready. Now, some of you guys thought my special guest was my husband. And some of you might be disappointed. But I brought somebody better. Well, okay, since it's my husband, I can't say it's better. But it's equal because I love you. Yes. Okay, this is my girlfriend, uh, Pastor Clover. She is from the River Church, Fort Myers. Um, I brought her on here because she is, uh, she is a great testimony and I think she is going to give you some great insight on things that she's not going to preach to you. Okay. Although she can preach, but a lot of times what helps us in life is hearing where someone else has been and going, okay, that person's no different than me. So if God will do it for them, he'll do it for me. Um, or You know, for me, faith always increases when I hear somebody else's faith, right? Same here. So um, stories are very important. Mm -hmm. Testimonies, God has given us testimonies uh, for us when when we're in the testing period. Yes. (laughs) The testimony comes through, and we can actually use that to benefit someone else, or someone else's testimony will benefit us. And I'm just telling you, I mean, she's from... I grew, I'm from, I'm from Florida. I was from here actually, uh, born in Sarasota, but we're, we're close, we're close Ken yes. because her stomping grounds was my stomping grounds. Yes. Um, we're which is much alike. Yes. Which is pretty dang funny. So, um, not that, I mean, our lives are different, yes. but they, but in some ways you are very wiser at a very young age than mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. And we've just gotten to the same place at the same time, but you were just a little smarter in some of the things you did. You weren't as wild as me. But still got to the same place. I think place. I was wild, but just in a short amount of time. Yeah, but I think... I stopped at an earlier age. I stopped at 24. I stopped at 21. Yeah. Well, and I think yours was way shorter than mine. But Yeah, it was. Yeah. Thank God. But now, can you lot. hear her or does she need to get closer? No, she sounds amazing. Perfect. Now, the great thing is, is I want to tell you this, um, which she has it, but at the end of it, I'm going to share with you. She's um, going to be starting her own podcast. So she's here learning. Yes. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. For our newbie. (laughs) So when she said, hey, can I come and watch your podcast? I said, why don't you be on it? Because I love her story. I personally love her story. Um, So I thought you might, you guys might get um, some benefit from it as well because it's blessed me as um, blessed me. But first, before we get into it, hit it with the save the date. Tracy, now. (laughs) Perfect. Oh my gosh, that never happens for me. Oh my gosh, that was perfect timing. Okay, so save the date. August 24th through the 26th, ladies conference. And you're coming for Friday night, right, Clover? I'm coming Friday and Saturday morning. Boop, boop. Come on now. All righty, girl. Um, so, uh, Friday night, yes. Yeah, Friday night. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess it's on the website, so I can might as well tell. I'm speaking on Thursday night. Magalis is speaking on Friday morning. Pastor Dallas is speaking on Friday night. And then Saturday is a big surprise. But put it on your calendars. There's, I, I think there's over 100 people now registered. Wow. So keep her coming because I have a goal in mind. Which and I'm re- bringing some ladies. Are you really? Oh, yes, ma'am. Hot Come diggity. on now. Mm-hmm. Gotta support the sis. Uh, I'm, I have a number. Okay. Yeah. And if I don't meet it, I will kill everyone. 
<laughs> You'll meet it. Foundation, <laughs> Foundation Church will no longer exist. Ladies love conferences, so I, I believe you'll. you'll we have a we big do. We do. We just we love food. Food and just visiting, seeing people and learning, fellowshipping and dressing up. Dressing up. That's right, Logan. Looking That's right. fabulous. And Looking fly. Ben, uh, Logan will be a little bit bigger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because Tommy's fight last night, which he lost, everybody, for the record. This mama ain't happy, but life's, that's the way it goes sometimes. You got to lose some to win some, yeah. and you got to learn from them. So, um, so Tommy lost. Not good. But Logan looked great last night. <laughs> Logan was worried. Turn it on. Turn on Logan really quick. I go over my time, Pastor Clover. I'm so. fine. I'm good. I don't okay. have anywhere to be. Perfect. So <laughs> Logan was worried that she'd look like fat and she wouldn't look like she's not that being fat's negative because I am losing weight from being chunky monkey. But but in this case, <laughs> us on the uh, less us that have a weight problem. Right, Tracy? Mm. Yeah. Uh huh. We're, we're <laughs> working on it. Yeah. I'm a chunky monkey. I'm working on it. Now, Logan does not. Logan's worked out for forever. Skinny. But now she's like, when I was skinny and I got pregnant with Tommy, I look like a beach whale. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I look like a beached whale. I was the most swollen, oh, no. fat-faced individual oh. you've ever seen in my, your life. My nose spread. Everything spread. Your nose spread. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. it did, girl. I it was not. Imagine that. It was. Your if nose you is saw, so funny. Oh, imagine. it was. Water was retaining in my what? nose. Do you it was bad. how you greeted me? Oh, are you going to come over here and tell everybody? Uh, Oh, okay. So Logan's walking away from the microphone. So I can't remember, but I basically, she was in a cute little dress and I might've said, Hey, fat mama or something like that. I don't know. Are you fat or something like I, I, how did get over here? So you can say how I greeted you. Sarah can hold that door open. She's not in ambulance. Okay. So, okay. How did I greet you? Hi, Sarah. I, I think you were like, hey, fat girl. Okay, that's I what like, I thought. I think I said, hey, fat mama. <laughs> I, all I heard was fat. <laughs> it's immediately triggered. I, I don't know why. Like, Hormones. <laughs> I don't know why that bothered you. Hormones. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, she was trying to find an outfit because, I mean, Chris is, Chris is hot. Okay, so, like, she doesn't want to. I, this is how I felt because Tom is hot. So I used to feel bad. I'm like, everybody's probably thinking this poor guy. He's so good looking oh, with no. this ugly, obese oh child. God. But until you start, it started, until you start looking pregnant, Seriously? until you start looking pregnant, you, you're, they're all, you think everybody's going, now, what year pit, you pity saying? date, what, what year pity marriage. Yeah. Huh? What year was this? Oh, when I was, pre- that I was disgusting? No, um, you know, oh, my 97. God. 1997. Oh no! <laughs> like her dress, yeah. adorable last night, and you actually could tell she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I just called her fat mama because I, I got joy out of it. But you could actually tell she was pregnant. Yeah. Could you not, Tracy? Yeah. Yeah, she totally looked pregnant. <laughs> I, on the other hand, did not, and <laughs> until the maternity closed. But it took me like six months, and I look like yeah. I look like I drank a lot of beer, <laughs> but that I was not pregnant. <laughs> 
like a like a beer belly. Oh, no. And I only know that because I did have a beer belly once because <laughs> I drank so much. So we can... <laughs> it ain't good. Yeah. It ain't this. pretty. I need to see this. Oh, it was not. Even Tom was like, eesh. Oh, no. <laughs> Girl. Mm. I know. I was like, Maybe I don't like, know what to tell you. Can you put some makeup on? Maybe do this. <laughs> makeup did not help. It didn't help? No, girl. But you're beautiful. I can't. I don't I was it. not. <laughs> but I appreciate that. I don't think of you course you are. I look, you know, bad, personally. But my opinion. <laughs> crazy. You're crazy. No. And she also needs glasses in a mighty, mighty way. <laughs> if I you saw it. me back there. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, yeah, like now really is different. That. I can't really see it. I'm looking on this. <laughs> now it's different. But then it was, it was a sight. Now that we lost all the men viewers. <laughs> no, no, they're still here. They're okay. still here. Listen, I, when I tell you this, I say, like, I have, a lot, I have a lot of ladies that watch, but I also have a lot of men who watch. And there are so many men out there, especially the ones that come to this church. They're very strong. And God is, I think he's birthing some amazing things in you to make you not only be the priest of your home that he's called you to be, and he's taking you to new levels in that aspect of, of ministry in your home. But I think God is also making you, in your mind, you're starting to think things about, what would God have me to do? What, where is ministry for me? And it may not be uh, preaching the gospel. It may be leading a Bible study. Maybe it's just one-on-one ministry with different people. It might be in your workplace or it might be in your own business that you own. Whatever the case may be. I think she's going to be able to help you just because she's a girl <laughs> doesn't mean that her story can't. No radically changed because it's her story along with her husband's yes. but also yours so um first of all you're you and your husband pastor river fort myers correct. now you started out at the river yes. under pastor rodney correct but where did you come from tell everybody <laughs> how, where you grew up what your life looked like and you and listen i know we do details yeah and i'm gonna i don't really care if we go over but my main focus is where you're at now. Yep. So you can take as long as you want, but I, I want to get to the crux yes, of where God has you guys mm-hmm. now because that's really where most people need to get. Go ahead. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Of course. It is definitely an honor and a privilege to be here. I love you, girl. You're my friend, and I love you so much. And <laughs> so um, I don't take it for granted, so thank you. Um, well, when we first, I'll say... You know, we moved to Tampa in 2008. Um, No, sorry, we got married in 2008, and then we felt the call to ministry. Um, And, of course, we were linked up with uh, Pastor Eric Mears, who is from Maryland. His father has the church, um, Bishop Mears, and he knew of Pastor Rodney. He always talked about him, so he introduced us to Pastor Rodney, and so we began to watch his tapes, and we began to watch all his ministry, and we just felt that pull Mm-hmm. you know, for ministry. So in 2009, we were only a year married. We literally left everything. <laughs> um, we quit our jobs and we secured a, a hotel, uh, not a hotel, but an apartment. Yeah. And, um, but that's all. We didn't secure a job necessarily. Um, my husband was in real estate, so he, you know, what kind of sustained us for a little bit is he had some money that came in from, oh yeah, from the um, from the real estate, yeah. So it came a little bit 
uh, maybe like a week or two after we left. So no, where did you leave from? We left from Maryland. Maryland. Yes, okay. Annapolis, Maryland. That's where we uh, lived where a year. <laughs> yes. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Merlin. You have to say Merlin. Yes, right. You know, Merlin. So anyway, but um, so we literally came, started um, Bible school in 2009. Um, I actually had a desire to just work for the church. I didn't want to be in ministry. Oh, so you I wanted ju- to be like a staff member, not pastor. I just wanted pastor. to be a staff, correct. I just wanted to be a staff member. Um, we knew that we were called to ministry, but I wasn't necessarily thinking pastor, evangelist, or any of that. Um, I kind of was leaning more towards evangelism just because I had a deep, you know, cry for souls, and I just love seeing people get saved. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that's kind of where it all, like, started from is seeing Pastor Rodney go, you know, around the world was like, yes, that would be great, you know. But I necessarily didn't want to preach. I didn't want to do any of that. I just wanted to get the, get the education and just, you know, kind of go from there. So we left. We started in 2009. Um, we were believing God for jobs, and we were working these little odd jobs. And so 2009, about six months later, it was right before, um, you know, I was almost about to give up <laughs> because uh, the money was funny, okay? <laughs> It was acting a bit funny. And, um, you know, you're living by faith, and literally you think you know how to live by faith, mm-hmm. but you don't actually know how to live by faith until you actually live by faith. That's right. So, you know, we didn't realize how dependent we were on our jobs, you know, for— That he was not your provider. Correct. You yes. Correct. And so we were, <laughs> you know, we our car got repo, you yeah. know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Just It is what it is. You know, you were just happy— you know, if somebody gave you a gift card for $25, okay, I'm just going to be real with you. You were just excited about that. And so when we, um, you know, I was at a breaking point, and I was like, did we miss it? Like, seriously, because nothing was happening. This was six months. This was almost to my six months mark of starting school. Now, here's the deal. I wasn't, uh, like, getting any time, type of full-time work. So I said within myself, you know what, I'm going to start volunteering with the helps department, the helps ministry. I said, she seems like she's really having, you know, a tough time. I wanna, you know, maybe I can just volunteer because I actually volunteered. I knew about all the helps. I was actually a part of like every department at one point. I probably only maybe didn't do like two or three, but I knew all of them, photography, not photography, but media um, productions, all that. So when I said that in my heart, and then I went to Pastor Kate, and I was like, I don't know, we might have missed it. So she prayed with me. And then soon after that, the director for MOH said she was leaving, and she thought of me and thought I'd be the perfect, perfect person for the job. Now, when you did helps, <clears throat> you volunteered. Did you look at that as like a seed to get a new job? No. Interesting. <laughs> no. And no, 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 no. Not interesting. I, I genuinely wanted to know how the ministry operated. I just genuinely, personally like to help. So I'm, a, I'm just like one of those people, I want to learn new things, and mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be restricted to just one thing. So I wanted to learn a lot. So that's why I was in a lot. And then, you know, I helped hospitality. I ushered. I washed the kids. You know, um, I greeted. <laughs> you know, That's what Tom and I always say. <laughs> like if you want to – people always want to start at the top, mm-hmm. and they never want to do – they don't want to do the dirty work. Correct. The, that's they, not how it works. They started me in the cafe. And I'm going to just be real with you. Sister don't like to cook. And I'm not about food, none of that. And that was at the time where they were actually cooking food in the cafe. And I was just like, how are we going to work this out? Because I'm 
I'm not a cook. I don't like being in the kitchen. Beans and, and Franks. That's I what had, I got to say. I had to check Beans my attitude on it, though. I'm not going to lie because I was, like, mad about it. You know, the first. So I've like, talked to the other people who don't. got jobs there, and they were like, I don't want that job. Yeah, I was just like, But they okay. did it. No, no. I, honestly, I checked my heart. Yeah, that's what they had to and do. And I got it together, and I said, you know what? We're just, and my husband actually liked to cook, so I worked a register, and he cooked. Sweet. And so we made it like it was like, you know, our business in a sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You kind of just get creative with your thoughts about this thing. Like, okay, Lord, well, I'll just make it into, like, if it was my business. And, you know, and one thing I was just always, I'm just always about, like, although this was not necessarily, I wasn't the pastor's church or I wasn't, like, on staff or anything, but I always made sure that I was respectable to the church. I honored the pastors, and I, um, you know, if I said I was going to do something, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> follow know? through is huge. I follow through. And maybe that's why they called me and asked me because I was probably one of the biggest helpers, you know. That's the pro that's <laughs> what people don't understand. I'm going to just say this. If you don't attend this church or you do attend this church, if you don't think people are watching, oh, yeah. they're watching. Because if it isn't me or Tom, it's other people that yes. are on staff yes. or other people that are have hold leadership positions. Mm -hmm. That's how people are um, elevated in the yeah, church. It's based on he yeah. who is faithful with a little will be faithful with much. That's exactly right. And that is what will promote you. Mm -hmm. um, I say this, um, like, the rule is no coffee in the, in the sanctuary, even though we have concrete for floor. And I've literally had people say, well, my, my wife is going to sneak it in. And I go, well, your wife won't ever nope. move up in this church then. You don't write on we'll envelopes. Because that's money. That's the church's money. Right. You don't Being, just write on it to take your notes and, and discard yeah. it somewhere else. People, like. I know. It's, it, uh, people leave their trash in the sanctuary. I know this because guess who gets to help her daughter pick? I mean, my daughter has to clean this place with mm -hmm. uh, uh, some other people. But yeah. how you, what you do, things should be done it's in true. excellence. And this is Jesus's house. You know, this is yes. God's house. So we should take care of it. You don't leave your drinks at the bottom. You don't bring no. in anything other than water yeah. and if you can't do that god knows that oh, yeah. you won't be promoted <laughs> no. and you wonder why you don't go anywhere yeah. it's because you don't honor how you don't submit to the authority that you've yes. been put under and yet you want to be put in a position well you reap what you sow why in the world would we put you in a position where no one will submit to your authority because you've never submitted to somebody else mm -hmm. we're not doing that because that would be stupid on our part to put yeah. somebody in a position that no one's going to listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. No, it's true. People it's don't true. think about that stuff, though. They no. don't. But that's no. super important. Yeah. You have to honor it, and, your heart and be respectful. Has to be right. And it's even if you don't like yeah. what you're doing. Yep, even if you don't. You just change your heart. You check your heart. You get it together. You repent. Turn away. Turn around and just, you know, um, get with the program, basically. Yeah. You know, I, I, <clears throat> I think – what it is is, you know, I got hired, and it was basically like if you want the job, it's yours type situation. So I didn't even really have to kind of work for it. Then six, uh, six months, I think six months later, my, my husband got hired. So I was director of helps. He was direct um, security manager. And so, which was interesting because at the time they said they didn't hire students. So I still put my resume in anyway. Yeah, <laughs> because you might as well. You know, What's the worst you can like, hear is hey, no? You know, um, <laughs> who cares about no, <laughs> right? So, you know, this was the thing. I, I had a desire to be a part of that ministry because I believed in that ministry and I, you know, I believe in what they were doing. And so, therefore, you know, when the Lord did that, it was like, wow, Lord, you know, look at 
what you're doing, and it was the hardest job I've ever had in my entire life. Well, you know what? I will say this. She and I just went to lunch. <laughs> in my entire life. I, yeah, I, I listen, I can tell. I mean, I can tell that it helped you because yes. maybe I need to be <laughs> overhelps because we went out to lunch. What was it, last Saturday? Friday. Friday? No, was it Saturday? It was Saturday, yeah. Okay, Saturday. so the waitress, not nice. Actually, quite rude. Quite rude. You were so nice. <laughs> I looked at her and I go, oh, my gosh, I, I have to learn. Because seriously, like, I mean, I am a nice person, mm -hmm. but, but I'll only go but so far. And then I'm like, listen, even though you're being rude, I'm being nice, so let's check the attitude. Yeah. Now, you aren't like that at all. Because that's what I would say in a nice way, but I'd say that exact yeah, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, for sure. like right there. I wouldn't change my wording. I'd just say it nicer. But yeah. at the same time, that's not like you were so nice. So maybe I need to be director of health well, you know, because I, that helps. Well, I realize there's more than what we're seeing because obviously I don't care. There's something internal <laughs> going on. I don't care what, what more there is. Check the attitude. Well, you know what? That's how I feel. I have but like I gotta be better. dealt with so many different types of personality. In, Same here, in girl. All these years, and I've just it's learned not, yeah, how to navigate. I need to learn that. It. I've just, I just don't give into it. I don't really care. Like, what's really going on, sis? And that's Talk what she me. did. She's like, "Is there something going? On? It's super nice. Is there something going on here? Because we're not in any rush. We'll help you." I'm like. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I want to help everybody. Mm. So being in the helps was definitely more challenging. But I, I can honestly say that the challenges actually molded me. It did more for me <laughs> than I think ever because um, I learned a lot about myself and I learned a, a lot about my, uh, my attitude. You know, it takes time. As long as people don't throw hands, like, I, I can deal with you. Like, mm -hmm. if you start throwing hands, then I might throw them back. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, <laughs> I am I from the hood. Mean. I mean, that's the reality of it is. My reflexes, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, are just kind of like that. But, I mean, I'm not intentionally trying to go there. So, obviously, I'm going to try to make peace as much as possible. But moving forward, you know, we, of course, worked there, um, you know, for quite some time. And then... This is funny because we were set to graduate our second year. And, you know, at that time, you can pick whether you want to do internship or not. And, of course, we had worked there. So I'm you're like, kind of done with internship. I'm not doing internship. Yeah. I, I worked here. You know, like I, don't, mm -hmm. I didn't see, I didn't necessarily see a need for it because I had worked it. Um, so, in a sense, in my heart, I'm like, um, we're, we're leaving because even though I had settled everything, um, I was quite done with the people in my, in a, in a sense, because people were like, people are just our people, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of ready to just leave and just travel. And we were thinking Start maybe, thing. maybe we'll, you know, maybe I'll go back into HR and then we'll travel here and there and preach, you know? So I kind of was leaning on evangelism and then the Holy Spirit starts telling me, I'm gonna be a pastor. And I literally rebuked the thought, like, for a whole month. And the reason why I did is because a couple before us had, was, uh, it, I think that was in March, they were offered a junior pastor position. And we were close. And then after that, everybody started coming up to us saying, you're next. And I was looking at them like, no, because I'm not coveting somebody else's position. I don't want to be a pastor just because they're a pastor. 
And I didn't want to be a pastor. I mean, that was just the reality yeah. of it. I didn't want to be a pastor. Um, I didn't want to deal anymore with the people, you know, all those things. So it is, it's, it's tough. It is. It was very challenging. And so, you know, that was kind of where we were. So we were, you know, basically, I had turned in my resignation, and people, they, they never acknowledged it. And um, <laughs> that's something. The first time I did it, you know, the, one of the pastors came and prayed with me, and he said, Well, do you, are you, you know, go ahead and then sent me back to my desk. So, you know, <laughs> like you're not leaving, <laughs> like, girl, get it together, you know, but the Lord was working on me. You know, there were some things that had to be worked out in me. So when the Holy Spirit started telling me we were going to be pastors, I was rebuking it, rebuking it, rebuking it. But it got so heavy that I started to think, is this real? So what do you think would have happened <laughs> if, because there's people that I would say the Lord's told them something to do. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it is that you didn't want to do it? Is it because of the people? Yeah. Is it is that mainly the reason why? Or is I, it because... I didn't want the responsibility. I didn't want the responsibility. I, I was great with helping you in the background. Let me be number two in a sense. Let me help mm -hmm. you push your vision forward. There's no real responsibility there. I don't really have to totally deal with the people. That's why we wanted to be evangelists. We yeah, because you go in, you go, in, preach and, the you world, go out. and you're out. Um, so there was a lot of, I think, just things on the inside of me that I had to work out because, you know, and two, I didn't necessarily see myself as a preacher or a teacher or, you know, or I like to counsel people. That was probably about the furthest thing I would say in ministry. So, you know, the Lord was really dealing with me. I mean, he was in my heart. I mean, like to the point where it was our anniversary and I'm in second hour of class. And I, I, I hope people are people don't, <laughs> don't take this wrong, but I'm in second hour of class and literally like my head is like about to explode because the Holy Spirit is telling me you're going to be a pastor. And I finally said to him, this is in my head, all in my head, but I'm speaking to the Holy Spirit. Okay, if this is your will, let it be. I release my mm -hmm. will. If this is your will, fine, right? <clears throat> this is second hour. So I, um, it's my anniversary too. So we are about to go class over, go on to, cause I'm not paying any attention to the class because I'm literally doing all this in my head. Yeah. <clears throat> so about to go into third hour and guess what? Pastor Rodney makes a surprise visit and literally all I told my husband was this, cause I never told him I was dealing with it cause you don't want to speak it. Right. Cause then you give life to it. So I yeah. never spoke it. I never That's spoke what people, it. words mean something. <laughs> I never spoke it because I was, but the only thing I told him, I said, I think we're in transition. That's all I said. This was second hour. So we leave, go to third hours. We're sitting in the hallway and I asked him, can I go to TJ Maxx and skip class? Because I needed to clear my head. <laughs> you know, it's our anniversary. Mm -hmm. Can I just like get something from TJ Maxx? And he was like, okay. And then I saw Pastor Rodney. I was like, okay, no, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you ain't going nowhere if that man's coming in. <laughs> he's coming in class to speak. And so I see him and he's coming. And, but he's coming towards us. And literally he comes right to us and says, hey guys, how you doing? We're like, good. And he's like, you know, the Lord's been putting my heart to make you junior pastors. Literally like in the next hour. And that's how it works. And the people will think, like, if God's put something on your heart and then there is a sign like that, that's not coincidence. But a lot of people will reject it Correct. because of fear. Correct. You cannot. And part of it God. was fear. God I mean, God if will... you think that was the root of it, was fear. Yeah, because yeah. you are afraid Correct. of responsibility. Yes. I didn't a want loss it. of the people dealing with and the dealing issues. With the, I didn't just didn't want to deal with the people. Anymore. I just think so many times people... 
And the one thing I love is because one thing that I do love about your story is that the the being faithful with a little takes you to uh-huh. faithful with much. And I just, I'm just telling you, I, we're in a time and we're in a season where people have to stand up that are, have the mindset that we do because there's so many weak Christians out there and there are so many weak um, churches out there that people have got to rise up Mm -hmm. that are not weak and they have to be bold and get courageous to do something that is in that is not in themselves. Yes. Because in your own might, it's impossible. I sit there and I say, That's like, true. could you, I mean, I can't have pictured that we'd be where we're at, but God did. Right. Because it's, our steps are ordered. But what it did is it took Tom and I saying, okay, this scares us, but we know you've called us yes. to it. So we're going to have the courage to do it and we're going to step out. So and I'm, I want people if we're going to change this world and if we're going to change where we're at, then people are going to have to rise up. Yeah. Rise. Their spirits mm-hmm. are going to have to take a new step. Yeah. Doing the same old, same old is not acceptable anymore. No. Mm-hmm. We are not. We can't live like that. No. And I think God is looking for also humble hearts. You know, the fact that I probably didn't want the position. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of craving it, instead of craving it, instead of having the ulterior motive of trying to get a position, you know, um, which was funny because I didn't know Pastor Rodney actually really knew us like that. I mean, of course, we're on staff, but, you know, we didn't really have close interactions with him, of course, in service. But, you know, it wasn't like we served Were you on the worship team at that time, though? Wait a minute. Nope. Mm. No No one knew I can sing for two years for the for a while. And because wanna, then you would have been sing. at least in his face. Correct. That's why I Correct. say. Correct. So no. And, and when we, because of our jobs, we were, we literally were working during service a lot of times. So when we actually sat down, we were like in the back. Yeah. Chilling. <laughs> because we were like tired. And we were just Damn. like, okay, now we can receive. Now you, you can you soak know, it But in, my yeah. husband could never because he was on security. So he was always kind of like walking around. Of course, we know Pastor Rodney knows everything, obviously. Yeah. But we just didn't have those close encounters. So when you look at the couple that he chose before us, I could see that. She was in hospitality. He was his armor bearer. That made sense to me. Yeah. For us, that didn't make sense. So I knew it was the Lord. Like, I knew. Like, that's Jesus. Because, oh, yeah. you know, obviously, we had other plans. We were literally like, oh, we're going to go to Brazil. We're going to, because we got an invitation to go to Brazil. We were trying to do some other things, you know, and the Lord was like, nope, er, you know, this is what I've had and that's, for you. You got to be obedient. Yep. That's the thing. But uh, the humble part, because there's so many people that think, oh, I'm just, I'm just the one for the job. <laughs> if he, if you use <laughs> me, you're lucky Lord. Right. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, nah, uh-uh. Yeah. You're the least yeah. that God needs. I mean, even till this day, I rely totally on the Holy Spirit yeah. because I don't want to do anything in my flesh. I don't want to do anything of my own self. So I'm always like, Holy Spirit, I need your help. When he is strong, you are, when you are weak, he is strong, he is but strong. it's the other way too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, um, so, you know, that happened. And then of course, um, moving forward, we served there, um, for nine years and, then when it was time how long did you actually serve nine years nine years so it didn't happen overnight for you (laughs) so like (laughs) you started you were saved and you started serving in ministry we were older and it didn't happen within the year (laughs) are you kidding me nine years we were older wow 
We had to start off from scratch at the age of 31 oh my or whatever gosh. age you I were. I kid you not. I get so tired, <laughs> tired of people who uh, get saved and within two years' time frame oh, yeah. feel like they should be doing something they have no ability to do. And, and how dare God make them wait? Right. No, it I drives would, me crazy. It, I learned so much. I certainly learned so much. Like, hands down, like, the nine, the full nine years we needed. The full nine years. Everybody it, it needs it. shouldn't have been any it. sooner. It was, it was perfect how it was. God knew it. And, you know, and honestly, I'm going to tell you this. I never wanted to leave. I know. I never very, wanted to leave. I know. I, 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 that's one of the things. Place. It's comfortable, cozy, safe. You're it's not good. totally responsible to, even though you're a pastor, but you're not like the lead pastor. So that whole next step that's, was I mean, another level well, of faith. You it know? is, especially since um, there's security in staying financially, yep. um, on so many, levels, so many levels, not being the one. And although the river sends you out, mm-hmm. they don't – listen, they send you out good. I'm not saying that they don't. But what I'm saying is they don't send you out where you're not going to still have to walk by faith. So oh, that yeah. you – they they will send you out, but you better know that you know that oh, for sure. God, God – sure. because they're not paying your way. They're no. not footing the bill. No, they're not. They're not. And, um, you know, but that's a blessing, actually. <laughs> that's the way it's supposed it's to. It's such a blessing because if we would have had that, you know, our faith would have been stunted. You know, we would, you know, you kind of have that cushion. And so, you know, you know, thank God. God is so intricate in how he does it. We had actually bought a house two years prior. And so when, you know, when the Lord was dealing with us about leaving and starting the church, which was, of course, another level for me. Yeah, because my husband had kept he brought it up to me like a while before and I said, absolutely not. I don't want to start a church. What's in Fort Myers? We don't even know nobody there. You, you know? knew like, why that's the crazy thing. Myers? Like what? Knew no one. Knew nobody. Nobody. God told them to go to Fort Myers. <laughs> and this is I'm just telling you, it's it's a bigger thing. It it's bigger than people know what right. God wants to do with them. Right. I would have I know, like, but I'm just telling you, it might be not be anybody watching this podcast right now, and it may be a year or two down the road when mm-hmm. somebody sees this, and I know it's going to speak to you because it will not make sense. No. <laughs> it will not make sense, and that's when you're going to have to say, even though this, because it did not make, some things have never made sense to Tom and I when God's told us to do it. Yeah. But we did it anyway, and he, it, he saw us through. And I'm just saying... To go to Fort Myers makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever when it you know no, not a soul. It, well, you know, not a soul. Because it could have been easier for I've you to go back home. I've never been there. I didn't even vacation there. So what happened was in uh, I was just sitting in my room, and I was listening to actually, like, the service. I was listening to a service on my phone, and I think I was folding clothes or doing something. And literally the Holy Spirit <laughs> says, you never even considered it. As soon as I heard that voice, I knew exactly what he was talking about. I knew exactly, like, hands down. I was like, I just kind of put my head down, like, okay. And so I began to Google Fort Myers. I began to find out the demographics, I, you know, because I was like, I don't know. There's a bunch of old people there. Like, I'm trying to figure out oh, what's yeah. going on. Like, Trust me. Is there, there's a bunch of old people you there. Know, is it cultural? Because my desire, if I ever, you know, had a church, would have a church that's very cultural. 
I don't want just a black church. I don't want just a white church. I want multicultural nationality. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out what that Which is, realm was. That's where like if you come it, like okay, I again born in Sarasota, but mm -hmm. from ten to twenty four, I lived in the DC area. Right. Very multicultural. Very. I moved down here. Extremely. Yeah. And I was like, I've moved to Whiteysville. <laughs> I literally said that to my mom. I'm like, yeah. I have moved to Whiteysville. What in the what world am I living on? in? Where are my people? Not that I don't listen, listen. Not that I like. I love rednecks. Yeah. I like yeah. regular Joes. Yes. I mean, I love but them all. Uh, but when you move, when you leave a, yeah. a, a city that a metropolitan city, and you move to country, mm -hmm. no joke. Uh, old people, no joke. Like. In some ways, it's like, you know, you ain't getting mugged because they can't hold the gun because it'll, you know, they're too weak. But at the same time, yeah. there's something to be said yeah. about leaving something yeah. like that. And they're, it's I mean, very, very different. It is. And this is the thing, though. I mean, I don't know if you agree. When the Lord actually sends you to that place, you get to a point where because it's his will, your heart aligns with it 100 and you're totally happy being where he placed you i don't know like i can't explain it but every time i've just surrendered my will to his will and then as soon as i get there i'm like excited like i'm i'm there and so we started to i said well okay i told my husband i said let's go visit let's check it out because i need to get a feel for the place when i get there i just even though the holy spirit i, I still had to in my little head had to kind of get you know, get it together. So when we went here, it was so interesting how this happened. We visited twice. The second time we visited, when we left, I didn't want to leave. Don't know why, I just didn't want to leave. And yeah. I felt in my heart like this pull, like, oh, my gosh, we're like. That's where we're supposed to be. That's where we're supposed to be, which, you know, I mean, just months prior, I was totally against it until the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And I think what it is is once I know the Holy Spirit's in it, I'm good. Yeah. Like if I think it's like just us in our head or we're trying to come up with something new or saying something like, and I'm not really like totally like thinking like this is the Lord, then I'm not going to move forward. But if I know it's the Lord, oh, I'll, I'll jump. I'll just do whatever yeah. he tells me to do. And lots of people will not do that. That The truth is, is a lot of people will still disregard that they're, because they're saved, but you're saved and stuck. That's the well, thing. Well, here's the thing. This is the this is what the disconnect is. The disconnect is they don't really know him. Because if you know him, you'll know that he loves you. And then his plans for you is to what? Prosper. To yeah. give you a hope and a future. So I always took it as if he's telling me to do this, then I'm going to prosper in it. He's with me. He's for me. So I can't fail. Yeah. The only way I'm going to fail is if I don't do it. That's, that's my thing. And I've told Tom this. I'm like, in, in the past when God's told us to do different mm -hmm. things, I've, t I've said to him, if we don't do this, mm -hmm. we will be miserable. Oh, yeah. We will be oh, miserable yeah. because totally. we know the difference. We know his voice. Yep. We know him very well. Mm -hmm. That's, that. I think, saying that, if you don't do something, it does it does reflect how well you know the Father, oh, and how sure. well it, it, I, the scriptures that I was just listening to uh, yesterday. It's the scripture about my sheep know my voice, and the thing is, is when you disregard His voice, yeah. 
then you don't know him that well. Or, or uh, you know, or you don't fear him. Correct. Which, <laughs> which is a whole nother, a whole nother ball game. No, because which is scary. I, I am most scared of being out of his will. Oh, I know. I don't, I don't ever want to be a place where I'm out of his will, and you know that is a scary place for me personally because ever since I was shot, even though I did crazy things and you know lived my life. I always had a reverence for the Lord, and I always um, acknowledged him, and he was also always just very close to my heart. So, I mean, I literally was, like, age 12, laying on my couch, home alone, and literally, like, just talking to the Lord. Like, literally. Like, yeah. I was on, like, some psychiatry bed. Yeah, I was, I was a little <laughs> funny. <laughs> I she was, was on like the couch. A, I was She's on the on couch, the couch with was. God. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm on the couch with God. I'm just having it out. I'm just talking to him. And I literally would just talk to him. Like, this is this was our relationship. So throughout the years, I have, you know, I think if I had to write my story, it would be a story of faith because everything that I've done in my life has been a faith walk. Because your you know, family, even growing up in your family, it's yes. not that your family it was so bad. It's not that. It's just not like like what I grew up in, a faith-based home to the same extent. You didn't grow up in the same faith-based home that I did. And you still, do you know Correct. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why people can always use their, yeah. how they grew up as an excuse. But I'm like, that's a cop-out. No, because I mean, there's lots of people <laughs> no, that... I'm, yeah. Didn't grow up. Nah. I mean, Heather's a perfect example. Yeah. She didn't grow up as a believer. She didn't grow up in a Christian home yeah. or even in the most stable environment. Yeah. I mean, she was loved, don't get me wrong, but at the same token, yeah. neither did Travis. Uh, you know both of them. Yeah. Sold out. Yeah. On fire for God, doing yeah. things for the Lord in ministry. Because we, it's ex- it's we It's we a cop-out. Yeah. We choose. You know, you have a choice, obviously. You know, I, I grew up in church. Thank God, you know, because my parents instilled that in me. But they went through a phase where they were living their life and yeah. they were doing their thing and they were, you know, so I was home alone, you know, a lot yeah. and things like that. And, you know, the Lord kept me through all of it, which, you know, that's amazing because I'm so grateful because there was a lot of things that I could have done that I actually didn't do. There was a lot of other things that I could have got into. Like I didn't get into drugs. I didn't get into alcohol, you know, things like that. Cause I was very headstrong and I didn't want anything to change me. Yeah. So, I mean, you owned a home in Maryland I did, at, a, at a very young age. Yeah, I did. Like you got a good I head on your shoulders. I was very focused. And I w- when I could get a job, I got a job. Like I was washing hair at like 15. Like I was ready to work, but you know, those were, you know, just some things that the Lord was just, it was grooming me to be a leader as much as I wanted to be in the background. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> he always literally like pushed me out. But see, naturally I am a leader because I necessarily won't wait for other people. I'll just go and do, do it, it and get it done, you know, which also can be a problem because then that can cause me not to be a team player. You know, everyone, <laughs> listen, just so you know, everyone in this room are leaders and not team players. <laughs> Everybody. So maybe that's why we get along. I don't know. Yeah. To, uh, th- listen, but <laughs> listen, uh, to my left, business owner, uh, Logan, military and cop, and then mm-hmm. Tracy, business owner wow. and ministry. So, li- I mean, in order. Yeah. That's the yeah. mindset. Yeah. I just, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but fast forward is, so, you know, we, we did, because um, I know you want to get to now. So yeah. I know that when we left, um, you know, to start the church in Fort Myers, that was even more a leap of faith. Of course, we, we sold our home. So, you know, after, not initially, yeah, but a little while later, we were able to get that money. 
um, which helped you to help us. God we knew all that left. timing. When we first left, we went to New York. Now my son was one when we left, so go figure that. A one-year-old. Child. Oh my gosh. So that sounds um, miserable. Yeah. And you're thinking like, okay, like seriously, Lord, like, is this the right? Cause you know, you'll look at all the natural things like, you know, how am I going to provide for my baby? A, yeah. I just all have a one year old son and what are we going to do? So we actually left to go to New York to help a uh, river church in New York first for a whole month on our own dime. But that's seed planted, and that's what people also need. Correct. Is God putting you in a position to plant seed <laughs> to get you to the next thing? Correct. And that's another thing. I, that's why yeah. people need to mm-hmm. examine all these things. Yeah. Life, it's a series of decisions, yeah. but the decisions are, mm-hmm. is this a seed that I'm supposed to plant to get me to the next place? Yes. And people don't look Correct. at ministry or not even ministry, um, they don't look at, they just think I live day to day. Mm-hmm. I get up in the morning, the alarm goes off, I go get right. dressed, I get in the shower, I t- go to work, I come home, I do the same routine, which a lot of time involves a little of God. Because by the end of the day, they're tired. So they turn on the TV to yep. veg their mind out, to fall asleep to the TV, to get up, mm-hmm. to go back into the bed, to wait for the alarm clock to go off. That's not how God designed us, though. I mean, all of us yeah. in this room, to a certain extent, have lived that yeah. lifestyle, okay? But True. that's not how God designed any of us. He has a purpose and a plan for each and every single one of us. And you have to look at each and every yeah. opportunity that comes your way and say, Lord, is this to get me to the next place right. for what you have called right. me called to do? Whether it simply is greeting or ushering, Correct. and you've never done it before. And you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. <laughs> well, listen, here we are going to start our church. Guess who was the greeter? Guess who was the usher? Guess who was counting the money? I've been all too. Guess who was doing praise and worship? Been yeah. it all. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you just do what you have to do. That's right. Because you know, you've done all the it jobs. Is what it is. Because right. you were faithful to a little. Yeah. So you now you're faithful with much. You, know. you can do it all. <laughs> and then we had one family, and thank God for those fam- that family. My gosh blessing upon blessing and then they were just a multitude of talents i mean just a multitude of talents and they helped us and it was amazing because you know they were just oh my god but he does he Thank set you, you up yeah he set you up set so you up. go to new york Good. you do that you plant your yep. seeds and you come back to florida yeah so we came yeah so we had we secured our apartment left to go to new york came back a month later had a couple of services in our living room Amen. Done that before. And started with one family, then started with two for a, about a couple of weeks. And then the third family came, and then we had a fourth family. And this is from not knowing one Correct. family in Fort Myers. So we got hooked up with a lady Amazing. at our church in Tampa. A lady at our church in Tampa said, my daughters are there. They've been driving down to Tampa for church. I'm pretty sure they're going to want to go closer. So she gave me one of the daughter's numbers, and that's how it linked. So I called her and said, hey, we're here. If you would like to, you know, come and see us or if you want to meet, you know, just because they don't know us. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. they came to the river, and they probably saw us, you know, of course, because I'm singing on, you know, the worship team. But here it is. It's, it's still kind of awkward and new. Like, hey, it's you want to join us in our living room? Yeah, it's still different. When you came from Tampa with, like, thousands of people. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that's. That's, that's different. You know, that that's different. And and it, you know, you you're kind of thinking like, man, I'm pulling people away from this this amazing church to come in my living room. He don't care. Pastor Ronnie, he don't care. He's probably like, take them. 
No, 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 no. They they weren't necessarily solid members. They weren't oh. members. <laughs> they weren't members. So they were just kind of like whenever they could, they oh. came. Ooh. So they weren't necessarily like a member because we, of course, didn't want to do that. But they literally. Oh, wow. Just That's rough. They weren't consistent. There was a lot of things happening. And so they literally. That's rough. You know. So it was good because now they were able to come and be consistent. You yeah. know what I mean? So because they weren't consistent and they weren't technically. They didn't. Because it's a long drive, but yeah. that's rough. Which I understand. You don't want to submit. You don't want to commit to something that's two hours away if you know you're not going to be there all the time. Truth to that. So, you know, I understood that. But, you know, bless their hearts, you know. So I was very thankful for that family. And, of course, that's kind of how it started in our living room. And then, you know, we had, like, at least 20 kids in my son's room tearing it up. <laughs> and then I, one day I was like, I'm going to do, I, for whatever reason I thought on the Bible study, I'm going to do the Bible study for the kids. That's why you got to know to stay in your lane. I uh, was in there, and, man, I was like, I'm gonna kill I these actually, kids. like, put out, like, at least three of them. Like, okay, you can you can leave now. I'm done with you. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm kids not dealing listen. with you. One, one, uh, you know, so it was just, like, one of those things. It was like, okay, this is not working. You know, so for a while. So we, being know. a children's pastor is not your calling. <laughs> no, I, no. No, and I love kids. I absolutely love kids, but I don't have the tolerance for bad behavior, and I'll just put you out. And I do believe as a kid's pastor, you need to have that grace, and you need to learn how to minister to them to help them and to cultivate them so you don't always have to put them out. I, you know I, I did kids' that ministry. That can't always be the answer. <laughs> I did kids' ministry. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of grace, um, I, <laughs> but I didn't put too many. I, I don't think I only put um, one kid out. I think it was uh, Vanessa's son. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa, you watch it. But I, she didn't. She didn't know Yeshua. Sure. It was she, he, he went to his daddy. That never happened again. Um. So, but really, I think that um, I didn't have a lot of grace. But I have a like a, I have a, a mean look and an iron fist. Yeah. Not that I laid my hands on any of them before, right. but like yeah, it is very. It's a gift. I mean, obviously, it's a tough, yes, tough job. And because especially today, there's very little discipline in the Correct. home. Correct. And that's so hard they to come in in about an hour or two. Yeah, they come in and they think oh, I'm going to act like I do at mm -hmm. home. Yeah, I ain't, that ain't happening. And that was, you know, that's the thing. You, you're just kind of like, you know, I need you to pay attention. And if you're not, you're going to leave because I'm, you're not going to be a distraction because I'm talking. So nobody da, else? Da, da, da. Yeah, so nobody else gets you know, to Including learn. my I don't son. Think that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was one at the time, but you know what I mean. It's different. So my son has got, you know, put out of kids' church a couple of times. So. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just saying. But so, I mean, Tommy obviously, used to beat up a lot of the kids, too. So I, it's all good. Obviously, I'm not, like, against people's kids because my son could be one of them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, that's why I actually put him in uh, pre-K. <laughs> so he can kind of learn that structure. But, um, you know, we've, we've done so many things. Just to kind of piggyback, we've done so many things by faith in our lives. And, like, I always share this story how, you know, before my son was even conceived, we literally, I had um, the baby room set up. Yeah. Like, who does that? <laughs> but you know why I did that? Because um, January camp meeting of 2017, the Lord put in my heart to start the nursery. And I just said it literally. I'm in service, and I said this in my heart. I want to start the nursery. And then I just turned to my husband. I'm like, I'm going to start the nursery. And he was like, oh, okay. And so this is literally like in the middle of service. 
just between me and my husband. This was probably like a third uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, two days later, a couple, we do not know. They know us, obviously. They watch um, at the River Tampa. They come and at the service, and they say, hey, we'd like to meet with you. Now, I just got prayed for. I'm on the floor, so I'm trying You're to You're always on out. the floor. Oh, my gosh. Tom, she's like one of Tom's favorites. True facts. Oh, my gosh. He's like, okay, here comes the show. I'm this, always here's the time. show. Like, she's fun to no, watch. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm an easy target for the joy. Because uh, I'm naturally. You're like Heather. Heather I'm naturally joyful. So yeah. I, I naturally laugh at everything naturally. So just imagine spirit, you know, when I have seen it. Me, I'm like, just, I'm she's like, gone. I'm off. I'm out. So, um, down for the count. Basically. So we literally was like on the floor, you know, we got prayed for and we were on the floor and you know, so I've had many people come up to me and want to say stuff and you know, yeah, be so careful. With I don't that. know what they're saying or they hand me a note, a prophecy that doesn't make sense. I've, you know, thrown, I've thrown so many of those um, things away. I'm stuff like, like that. <laughs> you out of your mind. So I literally was like, okay, what is this? What do they want? And the Lord was like, I want you to talk to them. And I was like, okay. So I said, okay, just give, give us a minute because I had to get myself together. And I met them outside because it was a lot of people talking at the end of service. They met us outside and she's like shaking with this envelope. And she's like, you know, we were watching, you know, the service the other day and the Lord put in my heart to give you something and so we want to give you this and the Lord told me it's for your nursery and it's just for your nursery and I was like I love that story what? though that's how God like, is who, man what? people just like, don't <laughs> I just I love I love I love that story but I love how it just shows how God just cares about the little things he does. He just, it's the little things that people don't yes. think are significant to him. They are so significant so to him. So significant. And just he hears your heart. Like he knows, he hears you, um, you know. It's so special. It really and he, is. And he'll give you the desire of, of your heart. You know, 100%. you just have to trust him. And so like we've done, I've done stuff, you know. And so here you are, you're like, because I knew specifically this was like, again, I don't do anything unless I know it's the oh, Lord. Yeah. So that's why I did start the nursery because I knew, obviously, if he's going to bring this check for me to start the nursery. You're having a baby. I better go ahead and just start. And, of course, Isaac was born uh, December of the same year. So here we have it. And I told the Lord I want a Christmas baby. So there you have it. Oh, and that awesome? So there we go. <laughs> I love that. Now, here's the thing, because um, we have like five minutes left. <laughs> That's it goes fast. Yes. Um, so this is the profound thing. How long have you had your church in Fort Myers? Four years. Four years. Mm-hmm. You're about to go to two services. Correct. Like me and to. Tom would have killed for these numbers. And we knew people in town because <laughs> we'd started our church in town. Yeah. So we didn't go to a place where nobody knew us. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is crazy, uh, crazy cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that thank you for putting that up. If you live in that, if you live in that area or whatever, please support them. It's huge. Um, but, um, financially support you, but also pray for your yes, ministry. Yes. People don't understand the, the amount of spiritual attacks, oh, well, yes. I mean, there's just so much that people don't understand that pastors go through yeah. and walk through. and um, Responsible for everything. Responsible you know, for everything. Of course the Lord is, but you know, you feel that way too. Oh, yeah. B- big time. Um, big time. So 
Um, so you're about to go to two services Correct. after four years. How many? How many? How many people are, do you have coming? Like you can't even fit some Sundays. You can't fit everybody every, in there. You know, of course, every Sunday is different. So oh, obviously, yeah. we got A, B, and C team at <laughs> Foundation Church. A, everybody shows up. B, one half shows up. C, the other half shows yeah. up. When they all show up, it's the A team. It's, it's that's the way it is because people don't know how to be consistent with their walks with God, so they can't be consistent with their walk on Sunday. Yeah, I mean it's they don't it come to church. It it's an know? option. And people take vacations on Sunday instead of the weekday because they don't want to lose their money. So anyway, oh yeah, they can. Yeah, oh, yeah that drives church. me crazy. Oh yeah, work comes first, God comes second. Hello. So, uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it kind of fluctuates between like one thirty, one fifty. So we stayed, we stayed at one thirty, one fifty. Like we fluctuated between one fifty. Well, we got to 150, I think, in our 10th year. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. It might have been, it might have been a little sooner than that, mm -hmm. maybe the seventh. Mm -hmm. But let's just so that I, for the sake of not being dishonest, <laughs> let's go with 10. Yeah. And Under exaggerate. Yeah. I would prefer that. My yes. fishes are always yes, the same size yes, as yes. what they were when they came out of the, came out of the ocean. But so 150, but I would say the last, five maybe it was earlier than that probably the last seven years it's been between 250 and 350 yeah. between but it, it definitely in four oh, years actually, was not at 150 i, I can promise you it's actually that. more than that because we have el rio el rio's been going strong it's our spanish service at three o'clock oh my Sunday. gosh i didn't even know you yeah. had that <laughs> we do. you ain't you ain't doing that one are you no <laughs> i don't speak spanish it's all spanish <laughs> yeah but you sing spanish yeah because i can read it Oh, I, listen, it goes up on the board. Oh, I love and it. And I still can't read it. Oh, I love it. I'm over there going, okay, I'm speaking in tongues. <laughs> I'm just speaking in tongues while I'm, I'm singing it. I Nobody knows it. the difference. I can, I can sing I'm it anytime because I can see it. I can read the words, and I kind of know where their syllables in and how they do their syllables, so I'm good with that. Plus, I, I've heard it sung, so I kind of – musically, I can pick things up really quick, so that's just normal for me. But El Rio has, I think, right now about 30 – that's running. so good. So, um, so we bought 180. That's so yeah. good. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Um, so your church going strong mm -hmm. after a short period there's, of time from being much. obedient. Yes. <laughs> and what's your next step? This is the fun part. <laughs> I'm, hey, listen, I'm putting it out there. Now you're going to have to do it. I know. So the podcast. Yeah. Which I've just came up with the name. <gasps> I just came with it. It's Rooted. I love it. And I actually changed the ministry name to Rooted. It just... I don't know what it was. It was something about it because it's rooted in the ground and in love. Yeah. And for me, I, I believe that, you know, one thing I would, I kind of aspire to see is actually Christians walk out love, their love walk, because I feel like that is missing in, in the Christian ministry. I mean, just period, you know, like people will love you as long as you're popular or they'll oh, love gosh, you yeah. as long as you're, you know, uh, good to them, but they won't love you through the times when you're having hard times or they won't if they you don't, make one mistake if you make one mistake they will write you <laughs> off but they expect when they make that <laughs> but they expect when they make the mistake oh yeah everybody's supposed to just not accept it necessarily but just walk it out with them give them some grace and still yeah. be by their side so I, I mean, that's something that I'm very passionate about, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that will stick with you. I don't There's something really, to be said for that. I don't, I'm not looking for you to be the most popular thing. I'm not going to stick with you just because, you know, if you have a bad day, 
I'm still with you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just know you're just having, having a bad, bad day. day. <laughs> like the waitress. <laughs> I'm not going to take it personally. You know like what I mean? Waitress. It's not about me. Yeah, I you know. know. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to, you know, offer my assistance. And if you don't want it, I'll still just pray for you. You know what I mean? Obviously, mm -hmm. we all go through stuff. and It's how we handle it. It's how yeah. we deal with it. So the podcast is going to deal a lot with your attitudes, your actions, you know, how you live your life as a Christian and just, you know, just walking in love, period. Just, you know, that is something I've been, okay, I'm going to put this in there, but I, this, Pastor Hope is a answered prayer. Oh. And I tell this every time because I was believing for friends. <laughs> I was believing for even one. I was just like, <laughs> Lord, just give me one friend. Because of course I have friends, but they're all in, majority of my close friends are in Maryland. Just going to be honest with you. Yeah. They're not here. You know? So yeah. I was like, I need a friend here. Like, I need, I can't be friends with my members. You know, I can't technically because I need to be able to correct them and rebuke them. And then if you get too close, they don't know but how But eventually, and I've told you this, which I didn't know you were going to say all this, but eventually, like, like, you will, I have told you this when we've yeah. gone to lunch, you will have a Tracy. Yes. I'm, and you, yes, like, yes, you will yes, have, yeah. like, it does happen, yes. but I, I'm, I'm just telling you, it only comes with growth Correct. and the maturity of, of the, person. the person. Yes. Otherwise, Hands it is down. not happening. Hands down. Not happening. Hands down. And I don't have that many. Mm -mm. I yeah. don't. I mean, I have a lot of people in this church I love, yeah. just like you love all your Oh, members. I love all my people. I love them. I but, mean, obviously, I would love to be friends and do all these things, but, you know, one thing, actually, um, being in ministry at the Tampa, that was something that was said, like, hey, you... You, you, you have to be have very to cautious. Have, you have to be very cautious and not to actually get too friendly because there may come a time when you're going to have to correct and, you know, they're going to oh, yeah. they're going to take it personal because they they just went to TJ Maxx with you yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like, how could oh, yeah. you? And, <laughs> and oh, then yeah. you're not, you're not, I wasn't like, I couldn't say, hey, tomorrow we're going to meet with you about this because I couldn't say it. You know, you can't say anything until the day of. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like a business like that, situation, even though it's yeah. spiritual. Yeah. It, they two, the two of them merge but sometimes. I prayed for you my sister that's all what I wanted to say I prayed for a friend and um you know although we just knew friends but I felt like I've known you like literally forever mm -hmm. um I think it's just because our hearts are pure very and we yeah. very similar and we can literally we don't even talk every day but when we see each other we just like continue and that, for me, that's great friendship because I don't have to talk to you every day. Oh, I know. I know. I'm, I'm not going to blow your phone up every day. You know what that, I, mean? you, I will be honest with you. <laughs> Anybody who's friends with me, I'm like Tom. I'm not the greatest friend. I am a great friend. I'm loyal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you expect to hear from me every day, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm even saying Same if here. you expect to see to hear from me once a week. Yeah, seriously. It's not happening. No, I get it. If you're thinking that I'm going to be hanging out with you, it. It's not that I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. It's just in this season in my life, like I don't hang ar around anybody. Like they all are all all the time. They're yeah. all going out. They're yeah. all a part of this one group yeah. that is a mm -hmm. Bible study that they've yeah been they've bound themselves Kinda, yeah. really close together mm -hmm. and Which accountability is important. super important. Mm -hmm. But they'll go off to the movies. They'll go off. Mm -hmm. I don't do that. I've been yeah, invited, but I don't do that. And it's not because I don't want to hang out with them. It's just. The season that Tom and I are in yep. right now, a lot of time, Tom and I are, we spend a lot of time together, mm -hmm. a lot of spiritual Same things, thing. and mm -hmm. that's, <clears throat> it's just a different place because of leadership, yes, and it's it not is. because that you don't no, want to have friends, correct. it's correct. just the time that you have is extremely limited, and correct. it doesn't reflect whether or not 
you love that person as a close friend or trust them. It's and that's just maturity the too, because, you know, I understand. I don't need a friend that I need to talk to every day. Like, I just yeah. want a friend that when I do connect, we connect. Like, yeah. it's effortless. Like, I don't have to work to, I don't have to figure out what I'm going to say next. You know what I mean? That type oh, of yeah. thing. Like, I can just flow with you. You can flow with me. You know, like, if, we go if I want to beat do, up the waitress, you'll hold me back. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, you know, we, we schedule something and then, you know, okay, we got things going on. Oh, I can't make it. Okay, what, whatever. It's fine. I'm not mad. I don't care. You know, like, yeah. well, whenever. We'll figure it out later. You know, I'm not that type of friend. You know what I mean? So, and I appreciate people that aren't that type of friends. You yeah. know, I don't want people, like, having that cold and needy and you know Needy's I, I don't cool. do well with needy yeah so um because i'm a very introvert people don't actually believe that but you're I'm not at introverted home. oh yeah well you might be a homebody I'm but a, you're I not, am but quiet i'm a homebody but i don't want to talk i don't want to talk when i'm at home i don't i'm not a i'm not a phone person i'd rather text you same here <laughs> same here I mean, but i is, think i'm an extrovert would you guys say i'm an extrovert so, I do think you I'm, get, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean, so? Do you get, I'm not, we're gonna, we're gonna solve this. Do you get energized by being around people and you feel like energized? Or do you have to go home after you've been with a bunch of people? I have to go home. And then you have to like reset. I do. I have so to that's reset. an introvert. Oh, I don't have to go home to get reset. So an introvert is somebody that doesn't get energized by people. That's Tom. I get you you can be overwhelmed. You can be an outgoing introvert. Okay. Like you probably are. Yeah. All right. Then I because change I my. Because I care about the people. Yeah. So for me, I don't want to be, I don't necessarily like to be around people and just be like this. Like, I don't want that because that sends off a, a certain vibe and people start yeah, to yeah. like, what's wrong with you? Are you stuck like, up? Are I you a snob? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't. So I don't, I choose not to, to present that way. And I am a conversation. I care about people. So that's why I talk to people and I find out about them. But if I'm around too many people, like crowds, too much, you might find me on the side chilling. Mm -hmm. Or I'll do that, and then at the end, I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to leave. I, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. but the river, of course, Tampa is such a big church. You're oh, always yeah. around everybody. You know, that kind of broke a lot off me. So I didn't necessarily, you know, have that oh, choice because yeah. I'm always around people. Yeah, 100%. But now you know. let me ask you this about mm -hmm. your podcast. Like yes. my podcast, you said you've been watching it recently. I have. To, so she could get I'm the vibe. I'm getting tips. I'll be taking notes like, okay, this is, I love this. You know, like just. What you love and what you hate? I love the fact that you guys like. Communicate. Yeah. I, li I like that. Cause I, you know, I just, I feel like it's funny. Of course. Cause yeah. you know, I was watching, um, I think it was the mother's day. Oh um, yeah. Oh my gosh. The mother's and, day. And, um, Heather you were guys about to get in a conversation she was like yeah maybe we don't need to go there uh -huh. and oh yeah that's, like, that's heather that's so heather that was so funny <laughs> i was like yeah she's like i'm we just we just we're not gonna talk about the that subject you know like but i just thought it was so funny i mean yeah. i just i love that interaction about you know the people in here there's nothing yeah. that i don't like actually so. you know it's so funny too right, so i'll i'm gonna say this mm -hmm. and then i'll mm -hmm. ask okay. you a question because we're seven minutes over and I really don't care. But, and people can tune me out. But here's the thing. What I think is funny, what, I mean, I've only, like, heard, it's, it's minor that people don't like. They just want to hear me answer questions and they don't mm -hmm. really want the interaction. But on the whole, people really do love the interaction. Mm -hmm. And you know what my mom said? My mom said, it's because my mom lives alone now, right? My Since my dad passed, obviously, she lives alone. Um, 
That's stupid. Um, well, n- not everybody knows that. That my mom lives alone? Oh, no, they do, because she comes to this church. I don't know that. Oh, that's true. Good point. The new people don't what, know no, that. no, if my dad passed, though. Of course she lives that. alone. Yeah, I know, but you said it like we knew. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh-huh. You're a good friend. Um, so, uh, but she said that she loves watching it because of the interaction. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's it. like I'm in the room with you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in my house by myself in my living room, but I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm in, you guys are all there. And so I feel like I'm a part. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. That's so true you because now. Tom with the, Tom with the oh, phone dear. noises. That oh, it's not me. I know, but I was cracking up because That's you were doing so. Aaron, I know, but it was like so hilarious because I was like. I don't like that. He just did it like the whole time. <laughs> I don't I like, like that. Pastor Hope is going to get him. I don't like that. <laughs> I really. No, I know. I knew it. Aaron, it was so was sweet is because like... Aaron won't. Aaron. Aaron, I mean, his parents attend here and they're great. But Aaron also, also has a very good affection for Tom and I, Aww. like a parental affection. Yeah. So he's. He, I won't say, say he's up my husband's butt like there's no tomorrow, but they're he close. pretty much his nose <laughs> is brown. But oh he absolutely loves me too. So yes. as a mother figure, he did. Yeah. <laughs> as a mother figure, he oh. has a little bit of a problem. But as a son figure to a father son thingy, <laughs> like Tom's gonna win all the time. I mean, because he's such a butt kisser to Tom, like oh a son would be. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no. He he was looking at you, and Tom's like, no, no, go, go. And then and he's, he's like, like okay, okay, I got permission. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Yeah. I got the go ahead. He's gonna go with Pastor Tom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always, always. He, did, he even said to me later, "I wouldn't have done it unless he told yeah. me I could." Yep. Like just like yeah. your kid would do. Yep. Yeah. I'm like shut up, <laughs> shut up. You're just waiting for the go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Of course, I love your mom and I love your daughter. They oh. are the best. Hello, hey guys. <laughs> Norma's not watching right now. Norma's well, at Bush Gardens. She might watch but my rewind. mom is. She might watch the rewind though. Yeah, well, you'll see my mom soon. Okay. Um. But yeah, okay. So let me ask you. So what? So you're. It's called Root It. Yes. And what's the dynamic of it? And then tell everybody like what your plan is. And we're gonna make sure that okay. once you get it started, people tune into Whew. it. It's gonna be good. Are you gonna have other people on there with you? Periodically, not but all the time. But it's gonna be you teaching, yes. or what's it gonna teaching. be like? I will be teaching, and um, it's basically going to be every Monday and Friday, and. What I'm going to do is have twice a month, once or twice a month. I'm going to. It's going to be audio first. Yeah. Because that's what I can commit to. Okay. I can't commit to getting dolled up and and all this every week. Not yet. Just just gotta be real with you. Keeping a real KRT KRR. <sighs> and um, <laughs> however, I will I don't do like that. I will do pop up podcasts, which is going to be live. And so when I do the live ones, hopefully I'll have someone with me or I'll just be me or however we want to do it. Um, yeah, I know. I know you want me to go video, but I, I'm still. Because I'm, video, I'm just going to tell you. I'm a visual you. person, too. I like video personally better. But, but. Uh, but in all fairness and all honesty, mm-hmm. most all of my views don't mm-hmm. come live. Wow. They don't. They come from downloads. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy, put yourself on. Okay. Come in. Okay. They come from yep. down there. Yeah. All right. 
So she can't, everybody, just so you know, she's not doing split screen like she usually does because there's two of us on the screen. One of us would be cut off. So can you tell me, explain like downloads and podcasts. (laughs) Most people don't watch it. They listen to it, correct? Well, I mean, we do. We have a lot of people that are watching it. We have like 1,400 right now downloads of all times on our um, audio only podcast. Um, And like, for example, like if we have, you know, eight people on YouTube right now, when we go back and look at the numbers, there'll be like 70 people that watched it over time. So, and that can just be over a week time or two weeks. So yeah, it it definitely, live isn't our biggest number overall, but a lot of people are downloading and that doesn't even mean listening. That means like people are literally (laughs) downloading it onto their phone to listen to it later. Yeah, no, it's, it's a big deal. The downloads are not normal. The, the, they're usually the just, least of yeah, things. Right, just listening. Usually people are just clicking to play it. I do more listen, too. Yeah. Just because I'm on the move. Yeah. But I'm just saying to you, listen, you got to go to church anyway. So do it on the days you go to church. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm dealing with that. So pray for me because. I'm not pray. I'm just that you change honest. your mind on that. I am. I know you're honest. I don't I know. I just hope we started recording. What is that? We started just recording it. We didn't go live right away. What do you mean? Oh, no, she's not. She's recording it with no video. I know, but I'm saying we started recording. No, that's not the same. But but you you could. (laughs) She said she's going to go live. I could. I could pre record them. Yeah. You know, that's what we did. You know what Sarah just said? Huh? Sarah said, I go live and don't put any makeup on. And you do, but you look look good. And I'm sure she would too. But I'm just saying. You know, here's the deal. If you're going to keep it real, just keep it real I, with how you I look. I do. Hey. You know, <laughs> I think I'm more conscious of my hair more than my oh makeup. Oh, my god! And I'm just going to be 100%. Just straighten I'll the go without, hair. I'll go without makeup in a minute. But this hair board, boy, I tell you, sometimes I'll just be like, I w- you know. But I, 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 I know. I, it's, if it's only twice a week, I Put the straightening comb and the daggum thing and get to work. I know. <laughs> That's what me. I say. Just pray for me. Let's I see. am a pray. Because God I, convict I, you. I, I just... <laughs> I really don't want to go live. <laughs> I know you don't, but you need to go live. I know. I'm pretty sure. So I, do. I know you so, do. Yeah. And I'm going to keep on you until you do. You know, I'm. I am. I am one of those people that don't. I don't go back and hear myself. I literally don't want to hear. You'll be shocked though, because I didn't want to watch myself. <laughs> but, I don't want to watch myself. But myself. I will tell you, watching, and I do watch these podcasts. Mm-hmm. And the reason I do is that's where perfection Correct. comes in. Correct. And like, I, I one of the reasons why I went back and answered a question a couple weeks ago, gotta fix that. Um, is because I watched it because I had an inkling that I didn't like how I did it, mm-hmm. and I had to go back and fix the question because I didn't answer it properly. Mm. And even though you feel like you won't like watching yourself, it will actually. Oh, I know I would have to for sure. You it won't bother you like you think yeah. it will. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I promise you, it won't. Um. But you need to because yeah. that's how things get better. And um, perfection always comes from self-analysis. Sure. I'm a big, I'm big on self, not analysis of self-paralysis. Okay, I think you can analyze yourself so much that you paralyze yourself to, to to do anything. There's a healthy way to yes. look at yourself and say and critique. Correct. And that's what which I, I think that's probably where it roots from why I don't because when I was younger I literally had fear 
I, I struggle with the insecurities and I struggle with the fear of speaking in public. I would never speak in public, ever. I would never sing in public. Like, all of those things that I'm doing now, I'm doing, and I would never do it because I had so much fear about it, insecurities about it. So when I began to step in it, I didn't look back because I didn't want to get in my head about it. Because I just had to kind of say, listen, I was just led by the Lord. If I cracked a note, it is what it is. I'm just going to move forward. Like, I didn't want to get so back into that place of caring what I said, what I did. So there's a balance to it, I know. So I have to kind of find that. Yeah, you, you got to kick the devil right in the right, face exactly. and, put, and, and so get on video. I try not That's to. what you need to do. <laughs> kick the devil yes, right in the face yes, and get on the video. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I'm going to help you do. Tracy's going to hook you up. Oh, okay. Okay, after I tell this news, because I got to tell this news. Come on, okay. come on with it. Because I don't know if people know this. I don't know what you're saying. But what? this is, goes with. Uh, <laughs> I don't know either. I know. <laughs> this is nothing. This is pretty big. I mean, we're going to have a video mm -hmm. on this, but this is pretty amazing. What This is going and listening to the Holy Spirit and following what he says. Do you know where I'm going with this now? It's something to do with Tracy. So, um, this goes along with you being on here, but then what we're going to do is after I tell the story, we're going to um, just do the sinner's prayer because every, yeah. Come on well, yeah, I'm going to let you Got do it because you're fine. a soul winner. Um, yeah, yeah. And that literally, I don't care about anything else. I love this podcast, but I seriously really don't care about anything else the because soul. there, there will be a day when I go to heaven and us three and Heather and everybody else that participates in this podcast, we're going to get some crowns in heaven. Oh, for sure. Because uh, I know, if it, even if it's not, people always think it's just right today. But no. I've gone and watched podcasts that somebody's oh, yeah. done years before or listened to messages of Kenneth Hagin that literally oh, yeah. brought me to another place in my mm -hmm. walk with God. Mm -hmm. And he did that in the, in the, in the 80s. Mm -hmm. yep, so like, and that, that recording wasn't put out but four or five years ago. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. So the word does not return void, and mm -hmm. you don't know how long it'll go out, and it'll and it'll still be winning the lost and stuff. But I will say this. This is the craziest thing. My girlfriend just called me um, two weeks ago, and this is where listening to the voice of the Lord radically changes lives and changes things. My girlfriend um, that lives in Tennessee called me up, and she was telling me about how the um, – the ministry that she's involved in, the church that she's involved in, um, does homeless ministry. I'm not a big homeless person. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I hope that doesn't offend anybody. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not big. Listen. I will, uh, I'm not big for the homeless I'm not a big homeless person as far as, listen, I will, uh, what's it called when they, uh, what's it called when they get on your property and you have to, I'll trespass, I'll trespass your butt, I'll trespass your butt so fast, your head will spin. I agree with that. One hundred percent. But if you come from where we are, they're out there panhandling. And they're getting in their Cadillacs most and driving them, home. Most of Come them are rebellious too. If they actually oh one hundred percent, if you've been if you've been married to somebody in the in the um, in the the law enforcement, if you've lived in a metropolitan mm -hmm. area, 
Scammers. <laughs> oh, all of them. Yeah. Scammers. <laughs> For sure. They'll take your money as oh, fast yeah. as, and all they're going to do is go, not yeah. all of them, but like 90% of them. I'll trespass your butt so fast. So, and we have them all around here yeah. and they do get trespassed. Yeah. I don't care. I don't blame but, you. But, but you know when you know when you know. Right. So she was telling me about how her church has a homeless ministry and they have 52 other churches in the area helping them. They feed them. They're like, they're, um, they're living a life. They're living it. So <laughs> it's like, it's, she said, you know, you got the, your druggies, you got mm-hmm. your standard right. homeless. They, they help them, but very limited. Yeah. And then you got the ones that have literally been displaced. You got families that are, wow. n- they can't afford, they can't, they're living in motel rooms because not wow. because their home was destroyed from a flood. Now they don't have any money, but the house that they were living in, they didn't own. They're living in a motel room with like five kids um, and all the money's going to the motel room because in right. the area that they live in, it's like here. It's so expensive. But like Tom says, that's part of the plan. You'll own nothing and be happy. Right. right? They're making it so housing, like around here, a one-bedroom apartment, it's $2,000. Correct. Okay. How can somebody be a blue collar worker and live? Right, and, and live, okay, yeah. it's just crazy. So they they have a lot of they have a lot of elderly mm-hmm. that are homeless that they help. So their their hopes were that she said we're trying to buy this land because we have an elderly woman that have no place to live along with families. We want to get them on their feet and then get them out into the community mm-hmm. and back into their own lives. Mm-hmm. When she was telling me this stuff, the Holy Spirit immediately said, "You're helping her." And I'm like, yeah, but I don't like the homeless. <laughs> I don't really want to help. No, I literally is like, what? Are you kidding me? I'm like, I am not hearing you, Lord. There's no way. It's Tennessee. I'm not, no. And the Lord's like, no, you're helping her. You're sending Tracy and someone, and you got. She's gonna help them with what God, what I'm trying to do for them. What God has a plan for them. You're gonna help them. And I'm like, okay. And so I told her on the phone, I said, the Holy Spirit's telling me I'm sending our media team to help you. We're going to help you get a campaign to buy this land. They, they had two pieces of land they were looking at, and they had no means to raise this money, but they needed, the me- they needed video and stuff. So we ship Tracy and my daughter up there. They create this whole big, I mean, wonderful testimonies, vision, the whole thing. Someone comes into their church and says to the pastor, hey, for some reason God's telling me I'm to not, I'm to sell this land to you, but for nothing. Like, I'm going to sell you the land. It's, Come on. It's X amount of dollars. I'm not going, to, this is what it costs me. I can't give it to you, but if you can, I'm not going to make money off of it, whatever. Perfect piece of land. But he's like, I don't got the money. <laughs> so he sends out. He sent, the, the pastor had sent out at the beginning of June everything that Tracy had created. And not, was it last week or the week before? Yeah, Tracy? I think it was last week. Last week, somebody that had been sent the video back at the beginning of June finally opened the video up and watched everything that she had created, gave them 100% all the money that they needed wow. to buy the land. Wow, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's where... Listening to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, that, like Tom's, t- when I told Tom, Tom's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, listen, we're paying for it or whatever. I'm just saying to you, right. I know the voice of the Lord. Oh, yeah. The Lord told me. Tracy even was mm-hmm. like, 
I know 100% I'm supposed to go. Well, when I know you, um, how you feel about homeless people, I was like, oh, this is the real deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Pastor Todd should have been like, okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. She's, she's I was like, this is well, real. I didn't like him either. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's not a big fan either. That's yeah. true. I mean, listen, we, I, we, they come into this church, we feed them, mm-hmm. and we give them money. The two rules are you have to attend church, and you, have to, you don't have to go back there and eat. But right. you have to attend church because the seed has to be planted of how to get out of the circumstance right. you're in. Yep. We're not going to, we're not going to perpetuate bad. You have to, Correct. you have to give them the word and the word is what changes the heart. Yeah. So he's always been like, listen, and he meets with them. If you come to church every Sunday, I'm going to give you X amount of dollars every Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come to me after church. I'll give you the cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've done that. And a lot you know, of people leave. They, I mean, like, they, all they, leave. Don't, they don't survive. They all they leave. They cannot be consistent. And mm-hmm. then they come after church and they say, can I get the money? And then you say, did you come to church? Because <laughs> they know we know. They're like, no. No, you're not getting the money. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is the word does not return void. Right. If you give them the word, it will radically yeah. change the heart and the mind. Mm-hmm. And they don't want that. They like mm-hmm. staying in the position they're in. So, so I have no... I have me no, back to what I was saying. Majority of them are rebellious. So oh, they're yeah. in a position for a reason. Because first of all, I can never see myself homeless. And I'm going to just tell you why. Because I don't sever relationships. I have relationship with so many people that I yeah. know. If I'm ever in that moment of like, I need a place to stay, I believe someone would open up oh, their yeah. door to me. Oh, you yeah. know, I didn't, I didn't like, you know, do something to break all of these relationships or this trust with other people in my family yeah and then now like nobody wants to open up the door so now i'm so stuck that i can't find my way through but that's what the righteous will never be seen begging for bread and it doesn't mean that a man has fallen from the sky it means that he'll make sure you're taking you're taking care of however he deems necessary which it could be staying with somebody but that those are the things that i strongly say to people listen to that still small voice those now they're they have the land they're putting these little houses on the property, mm-hmm. and these women, mm-hmm. these elderly women, Amen. have That's a place awesome. to stay. Each of them will have their own place to stay. The pastor is moving out to this property. He's putting a, he's selling his house Aww. so that he can go live on that property with them. That's so amazing. So they are so that they're safe out there. That's amazing. And then these other families. God is a big God. Yes, He is. It's amazing. All you got to do is the little things. And that was like what f- four days? You going out there, Tracy? Four yeah, days. It wasn't even, yeah, it was like three. We were there, we filmed a bunch, and then we pretty much came home. Yeah. It was like three days. Yeah, three days. And they had a great mm-hmm. time. Yeah, we did. And they had, her and Norma yeah. had a great time. We did. And uh, God did some great things. So mm-hmm. with that being said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to do that. Listen to that still small voice. And it could be you don't recognize <laughs> it, but your heart's beating out of your chest because you're like, I don't have what you're talking about. Either you're saved and you don't mm-hmm. have what we're talking about, mm-hmm. which you can pray over that for people, yeah. or you're not saved and you're like, my life stinks. <laughs> I yeah. want that. Yeah, yeah. And how do I get that? Yeah. The first step is asking Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, right? Yeah, the first step is really confessing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's not enough to just say it in your head. It's the confession. Remember, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So when you confess it, you're speaking life. You're giving life to this situation. So you're saying, just, you know, I want to first say this. God loves you, and he has an awesome and wonderful plan for your life. 
So no matter what you've been through or what your history is or what your background is, he doesn't care. He loves you. It's agape love. It's unconditional, yeah. right? So it's not about you getting it right first. No, it's about you surrendering your life to him now and then allowing him to help you to make the changes. So listen, if you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or maybe you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you're not on fire for God. You know, on a scale from 1 to 10, you kind of burn it at a 3 and 4. You know, so you really need to begin to step out in faith in certain areas of your life, and you're not really totally surrendering your whole life to the Lord. So that's what I'm talking about. Or maybe you had a situation that rocked you. You know, maybe you got a divorce, maybe a child died, maybe something happened, and you felt like God was responsible, and you've been angry at him. God loves you. God loves you. God is good, devil bad. Amen? Amen. So listen, I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So if you would like to receive Jesus Christ now in your heart, just repeat this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Say, Jesus, I thank you that you died for me. And I believe you're coming back again for me. Say, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost and a hunger for the things of God and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now declare this. Say, I am saved and I am forgiven and I'm on my way to heaven because you have Jesus in my heart. Amen. If you said that prayer with me, you know, let them know. Because yes. we want to know who's getting saved. We want to, you know, congratulate <clears throat> you. Welcome into the family. We love you. God yep. loves you. Find a good church home. Whatever area you're in, find a church home. It's imperative. It is so imperative in your walk with the Lord. And you need to be around people who are moving forward. Amen. So Amen. find a good church home and get plugged in. And just allow the Lord to do the work. He'll change you. You don't have to do a thing. He'll change you. You just got to be obedient and do it do it find the church home get plugged in and allow the lord to do the rest well, thank you for joining us i love you for being here thank you for your podcast me. is going to kill it Amen. once we get more information i'll make sure you guys know about it so you can tune into her and uh have a great weekend and we'll see you on sunday bye real talk real talk